You've just tuned into Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. I'm your host, Matt Pappas, certified life coach specializing in overcoming anxiety and trauma recovery. And this podcast is all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. Each week, you'll hear from coaches, clinicians, and advocates who've overcome tremendous odds and are now using their journey to inspire you throughout yours. This is your place to feel validated and encouraged as you take your life back and live free from your past. Are you ready? Let's do this. Today, I'm honored to welcome in special guest, Rakshana Trim. Rakshana is a former refugee from Mozambique who came to the United States in the 1990s. She overcame horrific trauma and is now an advocate for parents and child care providers to help support them on their healing journey. She is also the CEO of her women's lifestyle coaching business, where she helps women overcome their rough past and create a beautiful life through nature retreats and online coaching programs and communities. Rakshana holds a bachelor's degree of science in human development and worked as an early childhood teacher, trainer, mentor, social worker, and now as a lifestyle coach for women. When she's not working, she's spending time with her husband, her girls who are currently in college, and volunteering by taking women on outdoor adventures and nature retreats to help them heal, make peace with their past, and move forward with a mindset of embracing their potential and their future. And welcome to the show, Rukshana. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. I'm honored to be here on your show today. I'm so excited to have you. I was checking out your website and some of the information that you had sent over in the email. And the more I read it, the more I got excited because of the amazing work that you're doing and how you've overcome such a traumatic past. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is your coaching, uh, the things that you were able to overcome, and the way that you are inspiring your clients in your coaching business to help overcome their traumatic past. So I'm excited to share your story. I'm glad that you're here. And we can jump right kind of into it here if you like. How exactly did you change your story from trauma to success? I was really, really tired of, uh, you know, of a miserable life. I would get up and I'll be tired and I'll be sick and I'll be complaining every day. I was actually literally tired of complaining. So when I started reading books, one of the books that I started to read was Lewis's Hey, You Can Change Your Life. And then I started working on myself. And one of the things that I'm doing is starting exercise. So I, there was a point in my life where I always would tell myself that I wouldn't be successful. I can't do certain things because I'm a girl from a refugee camp, because I lived in a refugee camp, because I was born in Africa. So I didn't give myself permission to live an authentic life, a real life. So when I started reading the Louise Hayes book, it really changed my life to start believing that I am capable of doing the things that I want if I start believing myself. So I started rewriting my story. So first I wrote my real story, which was the sad and depressing story. And then I wrote my new story, which I had imagined what my life would look like. So I would, um, my new story looked like, um, my life is an amazing. I'm out doing outdoor things with amazing friends. I'm eating healthy. My body is healthy. I have great relationships. I'm not living in a drama and chaos. I'm not living in a victim. I'm more living in victory. 
And so, and, you know, flashbacks, I am living the life that I wrote about five years ago from that, you know, from that trauma, from that, um, you know, poor me, poor me mindset to, you know, I can take accountability, I can take actions to the life that I want to create and I'm all in control. So that's how I changed my trauma story to a success story by rewriting my story. Isn't it incredible how when you look back at the way that your life was as a survivor, as a young girl, you know, as a young guy, and you're out in the world and, you know, right now, but you look back and you think, man, like, I have overcome so much right now. And my story used to be one of despair and depression and sadness, and I can't do anything. And I'm destined for a life of being alone and not being able to accomplish any goals to here you are now overcoming all of that and thriving and living everything that you wrote. I think it's incredible. It's inspiring. And these are some of the things that I love about podcasting is talking to people just like you who have overcome such traumatic past. I mean, you were in a refugee camp for God's sakes. I mean, that's something that most people here would never even be able to dream of living through, but you lived through it and you overcame it. And, you know, I mean, honestly, who could blame you if you weren't able to overcome it, but you were, and now you are, you know, living a life that is, that, that is thriving and fulfilling and you are doing amazing things with helping people. And I think one of the things that stuck out when you were talking just a couple of minutes ago was about how you really had to rewrite your story, but you had to first go back and write the sad part in the past and, and then to be able to understand it and embrace it and then move forward to what you really wanted to be. And I think that's a, that's an amazing thing. Maybe talk a little bit more about that if you can as to how difficult was it to go back and kind of write out your story and remember those things and how far you had come and really, you know, kind of relive that pain, so to speak, in order to move forward. Yes, absolutely. So one of the things what I was doing is I had this mental recording every day. So I would get up and I had a mental recording that said that I hate my job. I hate these people. I hate that. I hate, it was just, but I wasn't able to change, but I kept, I didn't realize my recording until I started writing down and then I could see it into the book. And I said, oh my goodness, this, this, um, victim story has been recording in my mind for so long. And then I was able to see after I wrote the victim story, I was able to see that how powerful it was limiting me to move forward. And then after, for example, one of the days um, I would get up in the morning, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to go exercise, I, I, I would say that, you know, I'm obese, I'm overweight, and I have, a, I have a headache, and I have a severe backache, so I'm just going to sit here and watch TV and not do anything about it. So what I did is I created a new story. I said, okay, I'm a big girl. Yes, I'm not healthy. Yes, I have headaches with severe backache, and it's because of the pain that I have accumulated through the years that's living in me. So now my new story is going to be from now on, instead of saying that, you know, I'm not healthy, I'm fat, and this and this, I'm going to say I am healthy, I am wealthy, my headaches are going away, I have a peaceful life. And then I was able to change into a new book. So each story that was repeating in my mind, I was able to create a new story in the book from the old story to the new story. And it's amazing to be able to see those things. And everybody heals differently, but that what is, that is what worked for me to be able to see how powerful those recordings were when I was just dialoguing in my head, in my own head. I was saying that 
Only I was saying that. Nobody else was doing that, only myself. That's when I was able to see that. Yeah, I think it's incredible, too. We can talk ourselves into or talk ourselves out of just about anything. And the power of what we say to ourselves every single day, you know, even even subconsciously, the thoughts that we entertain, the people that we hang around with, the media that we take in, uh, everything that we say to ourselves every day, either out loud or otherwise, influences who we are and how we act and our attitude and our mindset and our ability to change. But then when you start to really, you know, as you mentioned, to have to go back and rewrite that story and actually see what you're telling yourself and see what you're putting in to your mind and, you know, what you're filling yourself with every day so you can learn exactly how influential all those things are and then take the appropriate steps to change all of those things and fill them with more positive, kind, compassionate types of things to say to yourself and mindsets that you can really change your attitude. And, you know, that's such a huge thing that I had to overcome too. You know, being a trauma survivor, I spent mm-hmm. a whole lot of time thinking that I was destined to only ever work in the same mm-hmm. job. I wasn't going to amount to much. I wasn't really going to be anybody who yeah. was going to be able to make a difference, you know, all these kinds of things. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I'm just going to be a regular everyday person and not being able to do anything else. And mm-hmm. I actually talked myself into being okay with that when in the back of my mind, I knew that I wanted more. I knew that mm-hmm. I wanted to try and make a difference. And it wasn't until I started working through my past. Uh, with a therapist and doing, you know, some of the similar things that you did with writing out a story that I able that I was able to see just how much my story was affecting me, but how much I could change it and start affecting myself in a positive way. So I love what you said there. I think it's so important. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I really agree that. Thank you for saying that. I really, I, I believe that that we have so much control if we are able to see the common repetition that's you know that story that's recording in our mind i i believe that you know and one of the things i realized is i you know every saturday and sunday i would be sitting down on the couch and watching about probably four to five hours of tv where when i started writing a new story i had to find out ways and creative ways i was going to replace that my old habit to the new habit so I said, okay, well, I can't watch TV anymore, or maybe I can watch TV for three hours, but I'm going to take a walk for 30 minutes. And just even getting motivated to take a walk was very, very difficult. But I did. I showed up. I, I let my body showed up, and my spirit eventually followed. But what I realized is that when I did go for that walk, it made me feel good. I was craving more of that. And eventually, little by little, my headache started going away. And I started losing weight little by little, and then my back started going away. And then I was feeling so much confident on myself that I was able to build my body to do different things. So from walking from one mile, I was add on, I was adding to three miles and then six miles. And before you know it, I was hiking and I was climbing mountains. And I'm doing the same thing now. But you have to start somewhere. You know, you have to start that baby step. And I share this. With everybody that I know that just like how a baby learns how to walk, you take one step and they fall down and they take two steps and they fall down and before you know it, they're running. It's the same thing when you're implementing a new habit into your lifestyle. It's okay to fall. You know, as long as you keep getting up and showing up, you eventually you're going to continue living that successful life and taking those big leaps and small leaps that's going to uh, lead into the big leaps. 
Oh, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've fallen down. Like I yeah. fall down more than, than like I can ever care to, to recall. But you know, the idea is, as you mentioned, and the important thing is to keep getting up no matter how many times you fall down and being a trauma survivor, as you know, and I know, and so many listeners know it's all about falling down an awful lot, yeah. but you somehow yeah. keep getting up. And, you know, it isn't always necessarily that you bounce right back up, but you, you, yeah. you find a way to climb up, to crawl up, to take whatever tiny baby step you can in the right direction. And as you are, you know, um, proof positive of the more mm-hmm. you do it, you start to change your mindset. You start to feel a little better, you start to feel more confident, more empowered, and then you're able to really see the benefits of doing all of the good things that you're, that you're doing um, in your life. And it really starts to change the way that you think about yourself and change your potential mm-hmm. and just everything about you. So I applaud you. And I, I completely agree. It's all about baby steps. That's something that mm-hmm. I share with my clients. It's something that the, the therapist that I used to work with, the coach that I used to work with, um, yeah. always, always told me baby steps. Don't look too far ahead. Just try and yeah. go a little bit farther, do a little bit more every single day. Absolutely. Look, far. <laughs> look at the moment right here. This time, just don't look ahead. Just look at what you could do today. Not next week, not next month, just right now today. What can you do today? Yeah. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what can you do today that will, that will help you to get through the next hour, the next minute, the next day? Absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. Um, so the, the next thing I want to talk about is, when did you really know that you wanted to be a coach? You know, like what is it about your journey that led you into being a coach and being an entrepreneur and kind of exploring this new part of your life? Um, so what had happened is I, I created a community here in Pacific Northwest. I live in Portland, Oregon, and a community was to encourage other women to also start walking and exercising. So this, group, uh, this community would have schedules on the calendar like Monday night or Wednesday night, bring your headlamp and we'll walk. And this community grew so much. But what was happening is through the journey of walking, and we were all shedding weight, our weight down, and we're also healing. And I would, you know, I, I would, I, I didn't realize this, but it, everybody would come to that walk, and then they would go home, and I would give them some little task, and then they'll do it, and they'll come back. So these walks became popular and popular and popular, and they became waiting lists. What I didn't realize is I was coaching. I didn't know that was called coaching. You know, I was doing it what I learned from books, from journals, from reading, from conferences. I was just giving these tools to these women and these women were very receptive and they were taking and going home and doing all the work and coming back. And I, I got so good at that because I realized my in my walking events became so full and there was a waiting list. I realized I was giving free advice to people who wanted to change. And I said, how can I turn this into a business? And that at that time, I was working as a social worker. So I started building my business uh, little by little. An hour and a half, I would, I would drive to work and I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to business podcasts and how to put a business together. It wasn't until two years later, I left my social work job and then I would establish my business. And that's how I put my business as a coach. But I didn't only just do the coaching. I also do retreats here in Oregon, in different cities as well. I take women in nature and disconnect and give them the tools. Within that three days, we do a lot of um, forgiveness work because you have to, especially with trauma, you have to do your forgiveness work with yourself. So we write our letters to our past and we let go of our past. And then we, let, we write a letter to our future to welcome the new things that we are open to. And I do that as well. 
Wow, that sounds uh, incredible. I, I love how you're able to go out on these nature retreats and how that's actually kind of how it got started. And getting out into the fresh air, away from the office, away from the house, and just being out and being in, you know, uh, enjoying the simple things in life. And that, that's something I enjoy as well. I find a lot of peace just going out, walking through the woods or walking on a trail and just listening to the birds or listening to a, you know, a creek or, yeah. you know, whatever the case may be. I think it's it's incredibly relaxing, but also uh, exhilarating in a way too, because you just feel empowered when, when you can get away from everything. And I, I, you know, it sounds like the women that you take on these retreats just really find a sense of peace and a sense of coming together to learn and to forgive uh, themselves and then also to embrace what's coming. Um, maybe talk a little bit more about those retreats. And you mentioned that you go out there for, you know, three days at a time and uh, you do a lot of uh, work as the uh, forgiveness side of it. So maybe I know that I wrote a letter to myself when I was in therapy, forgiving myself. Um, and then, you know, I wrote a uh, trauma narrative and some other things. Um, is that what you guys do similarly on your retreats? Yes, similar, very similar like that. So, you know, one of the things a lot of women, they feel that they feel like they don't deserve that beautiful lifestyle that they want, you know, and in most of the case is because of that story is holding them back. And again, I'm going to go back to that recording story that I used to tell myself that, you know, this is, this is my story. I guess this is what I'm going to settle for, but I'm really craving more. So these women are craving more and they're stuck. And, and so in the, in the journey of doing these retreats, when we bring them together, we share each other's story. We get to hear in this a small group to be able to know that when they're able to share, they can hear themselves through that process and then they write a letter. And then writing a letter of their past is also we do the ceremony where we burn off their old letters. So we're letting go their past. You know, their past has no more control over their future, whatever they plan. And then they'll write a new letter for the future, what they want to start doing. So some of it is I want to start dating or I want to start exercising or I want to start building that business that I've always been talking about, I've been thinking about. So really taking that step, but you are already set up in that surrounding of women and you got support and then you got the network already that you're building that relationship. But when you're done from the retreat, you already have that support system. Not only they have me, they have other ladies there who are all going through the same transition as well to open up the doors for new things that they want in their life. And then they get to take that letter and they get to date it and they get to keep it. And then um, once, um, and then I would check in with them once in a while to see where they are, if they need more help and more coaching, one-on-one coaching, and I can help them through that. But the whole process of the retreat is really letting go the old self, the old self, the old stories, and then welcoming the new story, writing the new stories. Because really, I really feel that, you know, to be successful, we have to let go of the old stories so that we can come up, welcome the new things in our life. How you doing, my friend? This is Matt, your host right here on Beyond Your Past, a podcast all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. If you enjoy these shows, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. I would so appreciate it. Feel free also to contact me anytime. You can do so via my website, beyondyourpast.com. I'd love to hear from you. And now let's get back to the show. There is incredible power, incredible healing power in sharing your story with others in a, in a safe place. When I was first working through my trauma and mm-hmm. the, uh, the therapist that I was working with, 
asked me to talk about it, I was like, are you nuts? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about this. I don't want to share this. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's bad memories. And, you know, I feel ashamed and I have all this mm-hmm. grief and everything else. But man, when I, when I got to a point where I could share and like, I knew the people around me were safe and they were compassionate mm-hmm. and they were understanding. And it, it started out with just talking to a safe person, you know, a safe therapist, a safe coach. And then it got into the point where I started sharing my story online on my blog and reaching out into a community and the power of sharing your story and hearing other people's stories, as you mentioned, you know, being able to hear yourself talk about it, but hear other people talk about it. That's when you realize you're not as hopeless as you thought you were. You realize that, that you can be empowered and you can make the changes you want to change just by hearing yourself talk about it and getting it out in the open and not being ashamed anymore and listening to other people not be ashamed. I think it's incredible. Um, something else I wanted to ask you is, so how long did this journey take for you to heal from the trauma? And what other types of steps did you take to heal all these wounds of your past? I feel that my journey is still continuing. I mean, there's, there's moments, there's pieces of me that will arouse the different timing, different triggers will come along and I will fall down, I will fall apart, it will take me another week to pick myself up. But I feel like the journey is ongoing. However, through this personal journey, it's been five years so I've been working doing forgiveness work on myself. And and I feel I really feel this match. I feel I feel like this is the work we're constantly doing in our life is we're never done working on ourselves, you know, especially in, in personal development and self-development is we are always evolving. We always are growing. Just when you think you have, I feel like I have mastered it. I'm like, no, there is more to learn and little pieces comes in and unravel. So I'm going to share this a little bit. And so in 2000, uh, last year, I got a chance to go back to the refugee camp. So there was a little sex, sexual abuse, um, happened in my life so there were moments where I spent time with family and there was a lot a lot of triggers and I didn't realize those wounds had never been healed certain parts of the wounds and here I was thinking that I was confident I was ready to deal with that and and those are the moments I fell apart and I couldn't take it I had to go rent a place I couldn't stay with the family because I thought that I I was healed I I was done and I feel like that the pieces are always there we're always going to make that work And for me to be able to acknowledge that and be so aware because I'm so aware of my environment and my thoughts and I had to take a moment to go get an Airbnb to stay by myself so I can nourish myself, so I could take care of myself. So I really feel like we're never done doing our work. I'm so glad that you said that because I feel exactly the same way you do. Whenever whenever somebody asks me, you know, how long did it take you uh, to heal or, you know, how long have you been at this healing journey? And I tell them, you know, it's something that I write about, something I always share is that to me, being a survivor healing from, from any type of childhood trauma, from past trauma, it's a lifelong journey and you never stop healing. You never stop learning about yourself. Triggers are going to come up. Things are going to happen that you realize you still need to work through. It's just kind of what we are as survivors. But um, I'm curious to get your take on this too. When you tell somebody that uh, you're still healing and that there are, mm-hmm. that there are still things that you're working through, I've had some some clients and some others who who kind of get like a who basically kind of get a little down or a little sad or depressed because they think that they're never going to heal. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, 
you know, as I said that healing is a lifelong journey, but it's not like, it, it's not a sentence. It, it, it's mm-hmm. not something where you're going to be stuck forever. It's learning about yourself. It's taking care of yourself. It's nourishing yourself. You know, as you said, you had to go get that Airbnb once you realized that, that you were triggered again from being in the same place of your childhood, but you were aware enough to be able to go and take care of yourself and learn about those triggers and realize you still had some more healing to do. But it doesn't mean that you're any less of a survivor or a thriver or, or, or any less healed. So I'm curious and maybe you can kind of share a little bit more about that. I really I think a part of that is really I I had to learn to be open to that. And I really feel like our stories, Matt, is a gift to other people and for us to be able to go through that and share with other people. And that's a gift to them. But I'm not, not everyone is going to understand our journeys. And, I, you know, I've had some clients before where I said, you know what, there is moments where I have triggers, and, and that's part of being a human. And part of being a human is also to share that vulnerability with others because our vulnerability is our gift to others. It's going to help other clients. But, you know, if we are in a certain place where we're like, this is who I am, this is what I've always done, and I'm not open to anything else, that's not a human. As humans, we are always evolving, we're working on ourselves just like as health, just emotional health with our families. We're always working on ourselves. And, you know, and some people will get it and some people will not. And maybe they're not in the right place in your life for them to understand. And that's okay. But really be gentle with ourselves. For me, it's important for me to be gentle with myself because I've worked so hard. I've done so much work where I am in my life today. And if I don't feel like I'm in the right place, in the right, I got to take care of me because that little girl is going to come out and I got to protect her, you know, because that, that vulnerability as, as I'm an, an, an adult right now, I got to go make sure I take care of her. So that way, my purpose is here to continue serving and sharing my stories and my journey, helping others. If I don't go back and take care of her, I'm not able to move forward. So that's really a gift for us to do that. I love it. I think it's a great way. I think it's so well said. The knowledge and the awareness that we have that that we know that we have to take care of ourselves because you know when we were when we were children or when the the trauma trauma was going on, we had no idea what was happening, why it was happening, how to take mm-hmm. care of ourselves. You know, we had no idea why why all these things were happening and it was frustrating and scary and everything else that we know. Um but now as an adult and as a survivor using that knowledge and that awareness and the fact that we're always evolving and changing and understanding that now just because something triggers us doesn't mean that it's going to set us back months or years again. Now we know how to deal with it. We know how to take Mm -hmm. care of ourselves. And that's, that, that's really a big part about being a survivor, understanding what triggers you, understanding things that really can cause you to feel pain or to feel shame or to feel sadness or, or whatever the case may be. And then being able to go and take care of yourself and sit with it and then move forward and not let it keep you stuck. I think that that's just really what being a survivor is, is, is evolving and learning and taking care of yourself. Because I mean, let, let's face it, triggers are always going to be there. Something's going to come up at some point in your life that's going to trigger you into a flashback and to some memory mm-hmm. of the past and to something. And your ability to handle that and to be resilient <clears throat> is really what being a survivor is all about. So I love how you explained it. Last thing for any guys or any gals out there who are, who are listening right now, who are survivors, who are maybe just starting out their journey, or maybe they've been at this, this healing thing for a long time and they're frustrated or they're kind of stuck. What kind of advice, what kind of insight, uh, perhaps healing strategies, anything that, that you can share to help encourage them? I would ask you to ask for help, reach out and ask for help. There's people out there 
who are going to help you. And I know that sometimes when we carry that story, there's a lot of shame and guilt feeling that it is our, um, it was our fault. And remember that you are human and you deserve to be loved and to be forgiven. And it's not your fault, whatever it happened. And seek out help because when you seek out help, you are ready to open up and learn about yourself and start doing the work. And also surround yourself with people who are want to learn, who are wanting to welcome their their story, and also they want to change their story as well. And just keep learning about yourself. And a part of you know being a human is always growing and evolving and to be a better version of yourself. So that way, your story. You know, whatever happened is harsh, it's terrible, but it doesn't, your story doesn't have to own you anymore. Your story is a gift. Your wounds are your wisdom. And I want you to use that wisdom to help other people heal. So I really, I want to, I want to encourage you to seek out help and reach out to people who can help you. Your story is your gift and your wounds are your wisdom. I love it. I think that's incredible. I may use that sometime. If I do, I will certainly give you credit. (laughs) (laughs) thank you absolutely um rakshana this has been awesome i have enjoyed learning about you um and i've enjoyed learning about your story a little bit and i'm and i'm grateful that you are doing the work that you are doing and that you are uh refusing to be silent uh and and that you've been able to overcome such adversity so why don't we wrap it up you can tell everybody where to find you to learn more about the retreats learn about working with you a coach and all the all the amazing things you have going on Absolutely. Thank you so much, Matt, for having me on the podcast today. I'm really honored to be here. You can find me on, on Facebook at Rukshana Dream, and there's a public page there. I'm always sharing um, some inspiration stories as well and live videos. Um, I also do have a book. It's called Living from Strength and Faith, A Rough Hike from Refugee to Success. And it talks a little bit about how my, I, I took my story and tur- turned it into some wisdom for others as well. Uh, you can also check on my website on the retreat. It's uh, womenslifestylecoaching.com. Excellent. Rakshana, thank you so very much. I will put all those links in the show notes, in the blog post. And I appreciate you coming on here on the podcast and joining us today. And I can't wait to talk to you again in the future. Thank you so much, Matt, for having me. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for listening to Beyond Your Past part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Information shared on this podcast should not be considered as a substitute for professional medical help or mental health counseling. If you've ever considered working with a certified coach, or if you simply have questions about how working with a coach can benefit you, just head on over to beyondyourpast.com for more information and to schedule your free introductory session. We'll work together to figure out what's holding you back so that you can realize your full potential and discover the authentic you. Remember, you are worth it. Achieving your goals and waking up each day knowing that you can handle what's coming and thrive is something that everyone deserves. So take that first step and contact me today and let's do this. Talk to you soon.